Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. From Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. To all who have been called by God, God the Father loves you and you have been kept safe in Jesus Christ. All mercy, peace and love be yours. Dear friends, remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ said before. They said to you, in the last times there will be people who laugh about God. They will do only what they want to do, things that are against God. These are the people who divide you. They do only what their sinful selves want. They do not have the spirit. But dear friends, use your most holy faith to build yourselves up strong. Pray with the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love and wait for the Lord Jesus Christ with his mercy to give you life forever. Great. Over the next few weeks, and we're going to be in church looking at the book of, this book of Jude. It's a very short and book right at the end of the Bible, and we're going to be looking at it in more detail, but we thought that this morning it would be a great way of doing an all-age together by doing a bit of an overview of what Jude is about. Jude, just to give you a little bit of information, he was actually one of the earthly brothers of Jesus, so he grew up with Jesus, but he doesn't describe him here, interestingly, as his brother. How does he describe himself? From Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of, indeed, James as well. He was a servant of Jesus Christ. He recognized Jesus Christ is Lord. Way important than just being my earthly brother, but actually the Lord. And he had much to teach us um, about him, and hopefully we'll, we'll learn from him this morning. Now, I need some help with this. Okay, now I've got brilliant plans for this in my head. It didn't particularly go to plan, I must admit, at the 9.15 service. So, so I'm going to give it another go, okay, at trying to illustrate this. And so um, I could do with a couple of helpers. You're not going to have to do, very, you're going to be very important in terms of your visual aid, but you won't have to say anything, okay? So it's not too scary. So I'd like, so I'm going to get Sophie to help me pick. Um, but if we could have sort of a five, six-year-old, uh, one, one five, six-year-old, just to, you get to dress up in a costume as well. It's very exciting, really. And someone a bit older, a nine, 10, 11-year-old. Okay, don't all shout out at once, but if you could put, a, if anyone, please, someone could help me, uh, that, would, that, would be, that would be brilliant. So sort of five, six-year-old and uh, sort of nine, 10, 11, some, something ar- ar- around that. And if, have you got two, Sophie? You've got two, great, excellent. And I'll, I'll leave you over there um, to look after them. Thank you very much. Well, great. Well, while they're getting dressed, I'm going to ask you now, we're, not to, um, we're all going to sit and watch them get dressed. No, that's not very exciting. We're not, going to, we're not going to do that. We're going to keep going, and they're going to get dressed in their costumes, and then they're going to come up and help us. Now, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ really is at the center of what Jude is all about. You see, Jesus Christ died, he rose again, and this was so, so crucial for the church to hold fast to. And there's three words, these three lines really at the start, which is hopefully going to come up here in a second, and I'm going to say them, and then we're all going to give it a go, okay? So when we walk out of here today, if you haven't heard anything else, hopefully you'll be able to remember these three things. We've been called to be God's children, we are loved by the Father, and we are kept safe in Jesus Christ. Now, again, just a bit of a disclaimer on that, an explanation. I'm saying, when I say safe, 
because this confused the rainbows at 9.15. They had to go to the leader to ask what I was saying. They're saying, is he really saying safe? Yes, I am, okay? So I am saying safe. So when I say we are kept safe in Jesus Christ, we are being kept safe in Jesus Christ, okay? Just, just so you know. Okay, so let's, let's give this a go um, all together, okay? Lordy. We have been called to be God's children. We are loved by the Father. We are kept safe in Jesus Christ. Very good, very good. And we'll come to that again in a few minutes' time. You see, that's what the good news of Jesus Christ means for us. When we trust him, well, we are no longer God's enemies. We have no need to have guilt or fear. I don't know who woke up perhaps with guilt or fear in their hearts this morning. Well, as a Christian, you need not have guilt or fear. We are totally and utterly forgiven. And we can call the almighty God who rules over everyone, everything. We can call him dad. We can call him father. And he calls out to us as a loving father to bring his children home. And we are deeply loved children. Okay, we are deeply loved children. So he's not a scary head teacher, as some perhaps think he is. He's not a mean boss either. He's not a fussy rule keeper. No, he is a loving, loving father who calls out for us to come to him. And the third thing, the Bible goes at great length to make clear to us, God wants us to delight in him, to trust him. So many people have got that wrong, what God wants us for. He wants us to delight and trust in him. And it's only when we reject him, actually, that things start to go badly wrong in our lives. So when we're fighting with siblings or when we're rude or neglect our families, or when we're uncaring to our friends, well, really, that's an outworking of hearts that have rejected and ignored God. He doesn't want us to do any of that to each other. He wants us to love one another. But the good news is, the remarkable news, is God's son who did no wrong, well, he's punished instead. And we are never to forget that. We are forgiven when we we trust him, and we are deeply loved. And the final thing, we are kept safe. Once you're called, out, called to trust Jesus, we are kept safe to keep trusting him. He doesn't let us go. He rose from the dead to show he has the power to do whatever he wants, and he indeed chooses to keep us safe. And even sometimes when we still disobey, we, re- we repented of our sins already this morning, we still disobey and we still do things wrong, but he won't let us go because, let's give it a, another go, we can get the words up again, We have been called to be God's children. We are loved by the Father, and we are kept safe in Jesus Christ. Excellent. Now, have I got my guard, first of all? Brilliant. Now, you just you watch this step, because, oh, well done, well done. Good save, good save. Right. Now, if you can just stand right in front. Now, your job is going to be to stand guard, okay? So if you can stand guard and look like you're, yeah, that, I don't need to tell you to look mean. You already look pretty mean. Okay, great. That's our, goal. Uh, that's our guard. And we are called, as God's people now, to stand guard, to really to take root in God's word and to stay for a minute. The gospel was so crucial. The gospel is so crucial for people to know that we must protect it, protect the integrity of it, and to know the truth of it, and don't change it. We are not to change it. We're not to weaken it, because it is there 
to give us life. Now, if we just have a picture, I don't know if you know very much about Fort Knox. I love the idea of Fort Knox. It's brilliant. There's, there's a bit of a picture uh, of it, for, or, of the entrance to it. Now, Fort Knox has 5,000 tons of gold. Now, I actually don't know how much 5,000 5, tons sounds like a lot. It is a lot of gold. I think we've got a picture, and just to give it. So there's a lot of gold in Fort Knox. I think that's about 200 billion pounds uh, worth or so. Now, to get in, to get that, okay? So let's, uh, let's play in our imagination for a moment that we'd like to take a little bit of that gold, okay? So what would you need to do? Well, first of all, you'd need to climb around four surrounding fences, okay? Now, two of those fences are electric. Has anyone ever tried to climb an electric fence? Yeah, I have. It's not worth it. It really isn't. It really isn't. Uh, there's a couple there. Yeah, and then once you get through that, you sneak past the armed guards then that line the perimeter, and then you get to a four-foot-thick granite wall held together by 750 tons of reinforced steel. Then if you manage to get through that wall somehow... You've got more armed guards inside, and then you've got a maze of locked doors. Then you come to the big vault door, where you know you're getting close when you come to the vault door. Now, that's a 22-ton vault door, and I don't know if you know how much that is, but it's probably about 8 to 10 elephants, okay? That's how much it weighs, so it's not going to be a shoulder barge to get in there. And to open it, to open this door, you have to find all of the staff members that hold a little bit of the code, so no one knows the whole code. You have to get all the staff members together and then get the code, and then once you're inside, they've got lots of other little vaults inside that you have to break into. Now, let's say you've done all that, you've got your gold, you get out, and then you're likely to be met with 30,000 soldiers all waiting on you who are all camped across the way. Okay, so that's Fort Knox. There's a great treasure in Fort Knox, and they know it's worth protecting. Now, how much more is the gospel, the gospel we've just heard about, the gospel that brings life forever? Well, how much more valuable and how much more worth it is that to protect? And that's really what Jude is getting at. He's telling us it's so crucial to keep this gospel at the center and to guard it. See, Jude wrote the letter to his friends, really a close group of friends, the church, because the gospel was under attack. And he'd heard that bad men had come, and we're just going to get some help with, uh, with um, our, our play bad man at the moment, uh, in a minute, our bad men, and they were spreading lies so people would stop following Jesus. Okay, that's what they were doing. So let's see if we can get our, um, well, first, yeah, so the really tricky thing with this is, okay, actually, these men were sneaky. That's what Jude was teaching us. They crept in, and they pretended that they were good men. Who have the truth. So I want you to do your most Christian walk. That's it. So he's got his cert- just to explain things here. If you lift that up a bit, so this is actually my um, this is my surplus. Okay. So this is this is what this is a picture of Christianity. Just in case you didn't know, we don't wear these surpluses um, very very much in Fullwood. But this is meant to be someone that you can't recognise that they're actually bad. They look, so they maybe sing the same songs as other Christians. They'll speak the same language. They'll say maybe the same things. They'll maybe look a little bit the same things. And as they come to take God's word and teach it, well, no one sees that they're coming. And actually, they take, do you want to take, to take um, can you grab it? It's very heavy. Have you got it? Great. Now, I want you just to walk over there. And if you can just set the Bible on the reel over there. Yeah, so we've, brilliant. You see, These men are trusted. They look just like 
any other Christian, but Jude is warning us they actually aren't the same. Do you want to show us who you really are? You, you see, dis, despite looking the same way coming in, they're not the same. And Jude is giving a really big warning through his letter. These men are to be watched and you are to be very careful of them because they are very dangerous. You see, actually, it's in their life that we can show what they do and who, what they believe. You see, they, feel, they don't care actually for anyone else, the rights and wrongs. They are greedy Instead of caring for others, Jude tells us, they only care for the next party. They grumble. They brag about how brilliant they are. And Jude says they will be actually in big trouble. God cares too much for his people to let them them away with it. Actually, they'll be punished for their actions and their teaching. And God warns his people, have nothing to do with these people. They will do you no good. And actually, I have a much, much better way for you to be loved and cared for and cherished and protected. I want you to look after one another. In this, Jesus has died for you. That's how much I value you. Don't let these men lead you astray. Now, I want um, my knight. You've been doing a very good job, although you have let the Bible go. Um, I hope you realize. So I want you uh, to go over. Now, give me your sword and your... That's very good. Can you see okay? Okay, good. Safety first. Right. Now, you go and you take that Bible back please. Excellent. And you put it back, back up here at the center. Thank you very much. You have done, both done very well. Give them a round of applause and you can go back and have your... We are to guard God's word. And Jude, as we finish, gives us instruction on what we are actually to do. It's in verse 20. Jude gives us this better way that you had on your service sheet. How is a Christian to live when under attack? Well, first of all, from verse one, we've already said it, we are to remember. Remember, God the Father loves you and you are kept safe. You are kept safe in Christ Jesus. The gospel means you don't need to fear Jesus has already defeated his enemies. They cannot snatch you away when he has you. But Jude also reminds the church, it doesn't mean you fall asleep. And as we are kept in in Christ Jesus, we are in verse 21, to keep ourselves in God's love. And we're given three ways of doing this in verses 20 and 21. First of all, We are to build ourselves up strong. How are we to do that? Well, we grow strong by learning about who God is. He gives us all we need to know here for life in his word. There's much, much more actually about God that isn't in here, but we've got enough now to know who he is and to following him. And it's wonderfully rich. And it gives us instruction on how to best live life in faith and trust in Jesus. We are to build ourselves up strong by knowing and teaching one another on that. Second of all, we are to pray with the Holy Spirit. That means when we speak to God, we pray his way for us, not our own. We acknowledge his plans are exactly how we are to live and we'll be so much better for it. Our lives will be so much simpler in many ways for it rather than to to go with our own plans. And as we keep ourselves in God's love, we 
thirdly and finally, we wait. We wait for the Lord Jesus Christ to come back. You see, the brilliance of the gospel is the Lord Jesus hasn't left us here now just to get on with the pain and suffering of our lives forever. No, he will come back and he will make all things good and all things new. And as we obey him now, we wait in expectation that life is going to be brilliant with him. So as we wrap up, let's give it a go uh, one last time together. So it sticks in our heads. We have been called to be God's children. We are loved by the Father, and we are kept safe in Jesus Christ. And we watch out for anyone, for anyone who doesn't love Jesus, and we build, we pray, and we wait. Let's pray together. Father God, we rejoice this morning that we can call you Father. We thank you that we've been called to be your children. You love us and that you keep us safe in Jesus Christ. Help us this morning to love your wonderful gospel. And as we build, we pray and we wait for the Lord Jesus to return. May we know our lives to be secure in your care. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.